TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. And good morning. Welcome to Nature Notes with our naturalist friend Jim Gilbert, brought to us by Cardinal Corner and those folks down near Jordan, Minnesota, who are at the home of Patio Show this weekend. It's called By the Art. Great furniture. We'll talk with Jim about that. Danny Long here. I want to talk about Cardinal Corner. We've been doing that for almost 10 years now. Have you been there yet? You really must check out this store. Actually, there are two locations. Pam and Lee own and operate with those two locations, West St. Paul and in the Newport Center. They remind us February, still February, National Bird Feeding Month, and they have, among other things, they have so many things at Cardinal Corner, the freshest bird seed you will find really anywhere. And they've got a newsletter. All it takes is you can subscribe online. Great tips, great stories, online at Cardinal Corner. As I said, they have beautiful and unusual selection of things like bird feeders, bird baths, bird houses, not to mention gifts like home decor. They have purses, scarves, jewelry, kitchen items, many items not only made in America, made right here in Minnesota. Why don't you say hi to Lee and Pam in West St. Paul. They're at Butler and South Robert. Uh, Amy is at the Newport Center. Here's their phone number. They always like to chat with you. 651-455-6556. Or as I said, online at cardinalcorner.com. Check it out. Cardinal Corner really is more than just a birdseed store. Good morning to you, Jim Gilbert. It is officially, well, we dropped a degree from last hour. 17 now. 17. 17. And overcast. You know, it's so interesting. We're only here on the northwest side of Lake Waconia, 30 miles west of downtown Minneapolis, and the sky is clear. It's clear. Okay. Yeah. And I I could see clouds in the in the east up until just a little bit ago, and now the sky is cleared. I remember Mike Lynch, I think it was Mike Lynch, uh, mentioning many years ago, say even if the computer senses a little bit of a cloud, <laughs> they call it overcast. So I'm glad yeah. you clarified that. Okay, well, well, that's here anyway. Yeah. And we're about 14 degrees. Okay. And, uh, you know, I was just looking at, uh, I'll talk more about by the yard later, of course, but on our by the yard furniture, the snow is built up. You and I laugh about this and have fun with this, talking about the snow gauge. But I need to get the, the ruler out there this morning. We've got five inches of new snow here. But um, piled up on the body-yard furniture is, I, I know it's got to be 10 inches. Oh, yeah, I, I was looking at a little more. I was looking at mine this morning, as a matter of fact. It looks like almost a foot, so you could be right. Oh, and you know, I was listening to uh, about the ad to, to um, for the for the trip to uh, Norway and Iceland, an eleven day tour Norway Iceland, September ninth to the nineteenth. We're really looking forward to this, and already uh, quite a few people have signed up. It's um, but I, I do want to give the phone number again sure. here and the website. The website is defineddestinations.com, and on the website you can see photos of other places we're going to go and things like that. But also you could call and get a brochure or call and get more information. That's 651-398-9358. And Michael Kenny is the one who's, um, well, he's the president of Defined Destinations and the founder, but 
he's he's the one who's planned this trip, and he his planning. And, and you know because you've been oh yeah absolutely you, yeah, what a fun nice fun time stuff. you're going to have a great uh, I I'd like to see that those places I I look forward to it there we do Sandy we and I have been talking about Norway we've been there um, before and we just were awestruck by by the beauty of of the country anyway the sun rose this morning at six fifty eight and sets tonight at five fifty five so Denny that gives us. 10 hours and 57 minutes of daylight. We've gained 20 minutes of daylight since last Sunday. And now, this is so interesting, 2 hours and 10 minutes is the total daylight gain since December 21st, our winter solstice, the shortest daylight period of the year. The normal high for today is 32, and the normal low is 17. Records for today, uh, February 25th in the Twin Cities, high 58 said in 1976, low minus 23 said in 1967, and the most snow that's fallen on this date, 4.1 inches, and that was 1994. And I heard on weather news last night that now we've caught up. We've been be- we've been behind in the amount of snow that the Twin Cities had. The official reading is taken at MSP International, but now we've caught up as of yesterday. We have this waxing gibbous moon. It set this morning at 3.33. Of course, it was cloudy. Denny was on his way to work, but um, <laughs> we couldn't. you couldn't see it. No, but. for sure. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, it'll rise again this afternoon at 1.07, so we'll have the moon... This gibbous moon with us uh, throughout the night tonight. Now, the next full moon, the official next full moon, is this coming Thursday. That's March 1st. A year ago today, that would have been Saturday, February 25th, we had just finished a week with two record high temperatures, including a high of 62 on the 21st. And that's when I saw my first eastern chipmunk of the year, and I saw it at the Minnesota Landscape Arboretum in the forest there. But I also saw vernal witch hazel shrubs in full bloom, and I went into the hosta garden and saw common snowdrops. Hundreds of the flowers were open and being visited by honeybees. Maple syrup producers had already been making um, syrup since February 13th. That's a year ago. So, you know, it's, every year is different, and this is... This is different now, too. And at the time, now if we look about at, at February 25th, a year ago, more than 98% of the landscape of the greater Twin Cities area was totally snow-free. The red-winged blackbirds were back and singing. And, um, you know, it was just, and sandhill cranes were flying overhead. Amazing. Now in Southern and western Minnesota observers are seeing horned larks along country roads. They received several reports this week, and sometimes we see them out in the meadows. Horned larks are very early migrants. They're smaller than an American robin, robin, but bigger than a house sparrow. They have a dark brown tail with white outer feathers. They have small tufts of black feathers on either side of their head, so that's. So they look like these little horns. 
One time, I encountered a small flock along a country road um, south of, of Waconia, and I just stopped the car and listened to them singing their... It was, it was, I, I looked at a book last night. It was, it was um, described as sweet, tinkling, high-pitched songs, and that's what, that's what I heard. So uh, these, these birds, and they're considered to be the, the, one of the first or the first of the migrants. Uh, their winter food consists of seeds, such as those from foxtail and quackgrass, smartweeds, pigweeds, purslane, ragweeds. Horn larks are very early to nest, and unfortunately many of their, of their nests and eggs are destroyed by snowstorms during, um, you know, the heavy snow, wet snow during March and sometimes even into April. In northern Minnesota and Wisconsin, black bear cubs are now about a month old. They each weigh about three pounds, and they're still with their mothers uh, sleeping in their dens. Sometimes the dens aren't big caves or anything like that. It's just um, very low evergreen, small evergreen trees. The mom is curled up under there. Scott Virgin observed small groups of horned larks along uh, country roads here in western Carver County this past Friday, and Art and Barb Straub have been seeing horned larks lately along rural roads in the Lesseur area. Ray and Marlene Simon, who I call uh, each, or they call me each uh, Saturday evening from Northfield, but they're still on a, on a birding vacation trip in Arizona. They're going to return the next day or so. But um, this weekend, they were at Boyce Thompson Arboretum. That's located near Superior, Arizona, east of, of Phoenix. I've been there many times and have enjoyed walking the trails there. Uh, it really gives you an idea of what desert is like and interprets the desert well. But they say anise hummingbirds are nesting there. They also spotted white-crowned sparrows, which we have here, coming through here in the, later on in the springtime. And they saw northern cardinals. It seems odd to see northern cardinals perched on, you know, like uh, some of the large cacti, but, but they're there. And they saw the male uh, pepola. Now, that's uh, recognized by its all-black body and tall crest. Sort of looks like a cardinal, uh, but all black. And uh, But it has a much thinner beak. And they've been seeing sandhill cranes migrating over, maybe heading towards uh, the Platte River. I'm not sure. Norton Stillman from Golden Valley reports many birds were actively eating at his feeding station before the snowstorm began early yesterday afternoon. And Julie Brophy reports from Victoria that about two hours after the snowstorm had started yesterday afternoon, there was still a feeding frenzy going on at their feeding station with house finches, dark-eyed juncos, northern cardinals, white-breasted nuthatches, black-capped chickadees, and both downy and red-bellied woodpeckers all coming to feed before the snow covered the seed and darkness took over. Julie Brophy also notes that with a fresh coating of snow this past Friday, she went out and was looking at tracks, saw tracks from deer, mink, fox, uh, mice, 
and she saw owl snow angels. Now that's where the owls have come down, maybe trying to catch something in the snow, under the snow, or whatever, but leave these perfect imprints uh, on the snow. It's it's beautiful sight. Many people, including Lauren Burkle from Mankato, have been watching the Minnesota Department of Natural Resources Eagle Camp and noted that the first egg was laid last Monday, February 19th. A second egg was laid later in the week. And for the past six years, it's been the same mother, bald eagle, laying her eggs in the same nest. The DNR said that February 19th was the latest date this female had laid eggs during this six-year time. And experts now looking at the eagle cam, looking at the male of, for the nest, feels that this this is not the same father as the other five years. And, you know, I'm not that familiar with, with watching eagle behavior, but uh, behaviorists and uh, people who are looking at finer things can, can figure this out. Art and Barb Straub from the sewer report that bald eagles are seen along the Minnesota River in that area. Um, lately, as many as, as 17 bald eagles were seen on Box Lake. That's halfway between Lesseur and Henderson. They also report that birds were very active and numerous at their feeding station yesterday as the snowstorm approached and during the snowfall. American tree, sparrows, northern cardinals, black-capped chickadees, and more. Diana Herring reports that Friday, um, with the light, fluffy snow that had fallen there and She's from the Waterville area and fell on the spruce boughs. She has just a beautiful sight. The Japanese consider um, snow on evergreen boughs to be one of the most beautiful sights in nature. But she saw that, and then she said yesterday morning they were all treated to the white frost was covering the trees, the shrubs, meadow grasses, all objects in that area. Her husband... Uh, David was at the Mille Lacs Lake annual uh, perch extravaganza, along with about 5,000 other anglers yesterday. He and his cousin um, really had fun fishing there. But And so I asked, you know, how thick was the ice? 30 inches. Wow. So 30 inches of ice on Mille Lacs Lake. How about you that? You still have to be careful. Well, you can put your uh, by the yard furniture out there and be safe. That's right. Without a problem. I, I want to, the folks down there that Jim and I are so good, such good friends with, uh, Debbie and Roger Anderson and Nina, who run this family run business called by the great patio furniture, as Jim and I talk about every week. But this is really a great time. February, this time of year, a lot of folks think, well, I'll wait till the home and garden show. You don't have to. They're at the home and patio show in St. Paul. But you don't have to go there either if you don't have the, uh, the, the, the way to get there. You can just order online. Uh, they'll deliver it in the spring if you like. Uh, you can get to their showroom. That showroom, Jim, gives you all sorts of great ideas, doesn't it? You don't have to try to picture anything. You know. No. No, just go and look and walk walk among the furniture and, and imagine what it might look like in your own yard. Yes, indeed. Well, a lot of people who, again, would normally wait to see by the yard at the convention center for the Home and Garden Show can see it this weekend at the Home and Patio Show at River Center in St. Paul. 
or get to the showroom, quick drive down 169. You can get on the web if you like. You can. I'm going to give you a toll-free number. A lot of folks get that color catalog after Jim's show. Let me do that. Here's the number, 877-220-0448, 877-220-0448. You can easily get on the web, too, at buytheyard.net. See that showroom, or as I said, see him at the River Center this weekend in uh, St. Paul, the home and patio show. Right now, as you mentioned at the top of the show, Jim, our uh, respective furniture, about a foot of snow on that. You don't yeah. have to store it. Just leave, let it melt. Oh, no, leave it out there as a snow gate. Let it melt. Oh, yes. Wow. What else do you have? Uh, well, I've got some other reports. March Keller um, from from the Waconia area said that uh, she saw her first striped skunk for, uh, Wednesday night. Uh, going home from from choir practice, I have yet to see a striped skunk. But um, and and I should mention, I haven't seen an eastern uh, chipmunk out yet, and I haven't heard a morning dove cooing yet. So if anybody's heard that, let us know. Um, oh, there's so many things here. Mary Brislance from Luton reports that before the snowfall started yesterday, they had had 19 inches of new snow this past week. So I don't know what the total is up there, but I do know that skiing, including cross-country and so on, is, and, of course, downhill at Luton Mountains is really, really good. Um, she and her grandkids have been feeding the chickadees. Red poles are still coming, and uh, black-capped chickadees whistle their spring songs, even in the north, thinking that, you know, spring's maybe not around the corner, but coming. Tom and Lisa Bovers, report that in their yard, cedar waxwings have been coming and eating the the, um, the juniper berries, they're also called cedar berries, and they've been hearing spring sounds like house finches singing, of course the chickadees whistling and the northern cardinals whistling and the red-bellied woodpeckers calling, that's a spring spring sound. And then lately, the pine siskins are making a, a zip sound, they go zip, like that, and there's Another sign of spring. All kinds of neat things. Do we have time for a little bit more? Yeah, and then I want to read a little story on an email that uh, you received. Why do you do that? Week. Okay, you do that? it's nice kind of a fun story because it comes from uh, Diane and Jeff, who live in Lakeland, Minnesota, and along the Saint Croix River. This past Monday, Jeff was walking there, and this is a home of hundreds of trumpeter swans, I guess. Uh, uh-huh. This past Monday, I was on my walk, and a swan flew down, landed about ten feet from me. I started walking along the road with the swan. We walked together about four feet apart for nearly a hundred yards, conversing. He said, "Me talking, the swan trumpeting and hissing." <laughs> before the sw- <laughs> before the swan took off, flying heading off heading off along the river. I thought, "What?" And he sent along a picture. I'll send this to you. Well, what a neat story that was. Is that by Monticello? Uh, Lakeland, around the Saint. Let's see. No, oh, Lakeland. Lakeland, would be the Saint Croix. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow, so they're there too. Okay. How about that? Yeah. Well, that's that's uh, that's a good story to finish on. I think. What do you think? Okay. All, All right. right. Well, well uh, Jim, here's that. a text that just came in. A possum in the backyard last week feeding on crack corn in Otsego. So there's another Otsigo. one. Great. And another one in White Bear Lake. These are coming in right now. So well, okay. uh, let's have another uh, ad, uh, try at it next week. What do you say? Okay. All right, Jim. Okay. Look forward to it. You have a good week. You too. Thank you, Jim. Jim Gilbert, uh, next week here on CCO with more uh, Nature Notes. 17 degrees and overcast, maybe uh, clearer where you are. We'll have a look at that forecast coming up.
TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.